Hello, I'm Dee Dee Basswell-Bon. And I'm Dina Bass-Williams. And we are the Bass Sisters. So Dina, what is going on, Miss Lady? Well, today is, today's our anniversary. Woohoo! Awesome, awesome, awesome. Happy anniversary. Thank you, that is in the blessing business. I married my dream boat. So, oh, so sweet, so sweet, so sweet. We're so happy for you guys. Love you both. Enjoy the rest of your day. So let's get this wrapped up. And Dina, we just had a really nice weekend too. Also, um, a couple of days ago. Yes, um, we went to South Carolina, Marion, South Carolina, home of the Swamp Fox. Yes. <laughs> if any of you remember the Swamp Fox, the series, the game, the, you know, the books. Um, the real man, Marion Francis. Uh, so that was cool. We actually were there. Um, it was very a powerful event honoring the memory of Clementa Pinky, Pinkney. Mm-hmm. Yes, Senator Reverend Clementa Pinkney. He was one of the nine individuals who um, was massacred in the Charleston um, shooting. I'm not going to mention the young man's name, but um, he was honored with um, a park, Amazing Grace Park in Marion, South Carolina, which is his home. And uh, we had an opportunity, his wife and his beautiful daughters were there. Um, and it was really like Dina said, it was a really touching ceremony, um, learned a lot. And um, the park is absolutely beautiful. There was a lot of work that went into it. And um, you know, if you're ever in Marion, South Carolina, traveling, family, friends, please definitely go by because it's definitely worth, worth the visit, absolutely. Yes, but um, we had a chance to celebrate our friend, mentor, sponsor, um, the media mogul Armstrong Williams, who is also from Marion, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and the museum that opened featuring um, Reverend Pinckney also had an exhibit, an exhibit on the second floor with the um, amazing, successful career of Armstrong Williams. And we were excited to go to his family farm and to beautiful farm, beautiful family, beautiful family, beautiful farm. We totally understand how he became such a success with the great foundation of support that he has in Marion, South Carolina. So that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. So now let's get down to the policy. So, okay, everyone, this, um, this is news that apparently came out, I think in June, but the mainstream media didn't seem to think that it was worth making a big deal about it. So we are just now hearing about this and we think it is more, we think it is a big deal, but the American Medical Association, um, AMA, they are saying that sex should be removed as a legal designation on the public part of your birth certificates. And so earlier in the week, we asked you guys, what did you think about this? And and some of the wise responses we received, Dina, you wanna share some of those responses? Absolutely, we got some wise comments on our social media platforms. I'm not gonna call names because we didn't ask them, but this was wisdom from someone who we've known for, um, gosh, over three decades now, (laughs) much younger than us. Um, she writes, okay, well, even if gender spectrum remains fluid in terms of how people identify, which is a sociological science, in my opinion, not a medical one, there still remains very substantial and solid reasons why the AMA should be clinically looking at biological sex, mostly because disease medications affect men and women differently. 
And that, I mean, first of all, that's like the, the, the main foundation. The men and women are different. Medications affect us differently. Um, we should be treated differently because of the different makeup of our body. It doesn't, it's a distinction of difference, not a distinction of value. Men and women are equally valuable, but men and women are different. Right. Our bodies are just made different. Bone structure, everything, everything about us from head to toe, inside and out is just completely different. The second response just makes me laugh. <laughs> um, she says, give me an effing break. And we, we agree. Sometimes, I mean, it's, we are not about attacking people. Nope. We're not attacking policy, but the idea that we can remove words and then poof, the reality of reality changes, that does not make sense. Exactly, Dina. Erasing the sex identification does not erase the fact that sexes are different. Um, you may remember when always removed the female symbol from its packaging, always the feminine product yep. brand. This is in 2019. And so removing these symbols and words is not going to change the fact that women are women and men are men. A woman has a birth certificate that has no sex identification is still a woman, even if she calls herself a man. And so the only way, right. So the only way for this insanity to stop is for people to start speaking out. So. Absolutely. Um, you know, we, again, never attack people but attacking these insane policies is a hill that we will gladly die on every day. Um, will it hurt a transgender person's feelings because she thinks she is a boy and has to use a tampon? Well, maybe she will still have to use a tampon though. It may hurt her feelings, but the reality is the reality. Girls have periods, no matter what the packaging says or doesn't say, women are women even if their birth certificate tries to deny that by simply excluding the sex. Women right. are women, men are men. And you can remove that from the birth certificate all day long. It doesn't change the fact that men are men and women are women. And as offensive as that sounds, I mean, why? And oh, but why does that, it sound offensive? <laughs> why, wait a minute, why is that offensive? I am a woman. I like being called a woman. I want to be a woman. I'm a woman. Right. But this is my thing. This is, but this is the reality of it. Even if you are a woman and you want to be called a man, the reality is, is that you are still a woman. Like right. I am a, um, I am a, not a rich person. I want to be called a rich person, <laughs> but that does not make me a rich person. Right. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, Martin Luther King Jr. talked about the church turning into an irrelevant social club. His exact quote is, if the church does not recapture its prophetic zeal, it will become an irrelevant social club without moral or spiritual authority. Well, if the church doesn't start speaking out um, with the compassion but conviction on these issues, it's nothing more than an irrelevant social club. Absolutely. And I wonder where, and you said compassion and conviction. And the church has to have compassion because we do believe that people who are transgender 
they need to be treated with compassion. And if they want to be transgender, then, you know, as long as they're adult, we can't stop them. But we have to speak out with conviction about what the truth is. And the church cannot buy into this. You get to choose what you want to be. Right. So, so I mean, because if that's the case, and, and I go to this, and I know this is probably my go-to thing or whatever, but when I think about my 14-year-old daughter, um, a female going into a bathroom or going into a locker room, and a young man on a Wednesday decides, okay, well, I want to be identified as a, as a girl today, and I'm going to go into the girl's locker room, I'm going to go to the girl's bathroom, that just doesn't sit well with me, and we can't say that that's okay, because you identify with something that you really are not. And it's, it just doesn't make sense to me. And we have to speak out and the church needs to speak out about it. And they're not speaking out about it at all. Well, not all churches, but churches and, and people of, you know, in that authority, they need to speak up and they're not. And I don't understand why they're not. And our, our leaders need to speak out about it. Um, you know, the people that we elect need to speak out about it and stop being weak need on this issue it is very possible that what we are saying could cancel us but guess what there are two things one we don't care and we don't have like we <laughs> we don't have like a million gazillion followers to be canceled in that way but guess what if we did we, we would still say the same thing the guts to say this this is not something that is um, that we should lie down, you know, we shouldn't be silent about this. We can't be, but we have to, we want to say over and over again, we want to model what it looks like to be compassionate. And the, and the truth, the reality is, is that if a transgender wants to work at Baskerville Affairs and they know, and they want to write things that support what we believe about the transgender lifestyle, then we'll hire them. <laughs> You know what I mean? Right, like, as long as they're a good writer. <laughs> they're a good writer. And so, and if they, if, and will we befriend transgender people? Absolutely. Whatever. Right. But we will never in a million years celebrate this insanity. We're not going to do it. This policy is insane. And we're not, and, and, and cancel us. We say it, love us, hate us, hire us, fire us. We have to plant our feet and speak truth in this area. But Dina, not only do our leaders need to speak up, but uh, parents, aunts, uncles, everyday people like us, need, you don't need to be silent on this and you don't need to be fearful that you may lose a friend or you may lose followers or you may lose whatever, but you need to speak up. Christians, people need to speak up because this is getting really out of hand. And so, yes, our leaders, those people that we elect, those people that are in Washington, the people that are at our courthouses and our, our city halls and all that. But everyday regular Americans need to open their mouths and speak out against this like now. Right. And it, because it will only get worse. I mean, if you think that um, transgender story hour for preschoolers is, is where it's going to stop, I promise you it is not. It is only going to get worse. The idea that we would remove the sex from your birth certificate. like where how do we get to this to that how do we get to this point okay one last thing before we before we go cuomo governor cuomo what do you say what should happen should he step down absolutely not has he been has there been a trial there has not been there's been a very detailed investigation 
Okay, that's great about the investigation. Has he been arrested? He has not been arrested. Has he been in handcuffs and put in jail? No. Has he been in a courtroom in front of a judge? No. So he has not been convicted? No. Okay, so does he have a job? Yes. He needs to go to work tomorrow. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't, there's no way. Like, why should he, why should he resign his job when he's, he hasn't been convicted of a crime? We're living in a society now where just because a mob or a group of people can say that you did something and because they say it so loudly, then you should leave, you should resign from your job, from your livelihood. Absolutely not. You, we're innocent until proven guilty. He has, it hasn't been proven. And the man may have done exactly what these women are saying well, that he did. We actually believe in the court of public opinion, we actually believe that he is guilty as sin. Homemade sin. We believe that he's a, a, a unscrupulous man who has, we believe that, but guess what? There have been too many times throughout history where men, and usually these are um, black men, have been accused of crimes and it looked dead to rights because of you know, the, the court of public opinion, yep. dead to rights that they were guilty and they were lynched, hung, their families destroyed. Now listen, we believe that, that Governor Cuomo probably did what he said he did, what, what these women are saying he did, but we would be speaking out of both sides of our mouth Yep. We would be practicing collective outrage if we said that he should step down when we didn't say that Kavanaugh should stop um, pursuing his professional pursuits. The bottom line is that we do not believe women. We believe the truth. And the only way you get to the truth, in our opinion, is the court of law. Now, can, should New York go through an impeachment process? That's a process that they have. Like, they have that. They have that right. They have that tool, right? That right. And um, as a portfolio, a part of their portfolio of options. So that's a legal measure that they can go through. But for him, like, I think he should step down if he's guilty and he wants to um, seek a, um, seek um, grace and, and forgiveness. He should not step down and still continue to fight. No. If he's going to keep fighting, he needs to stay in his job and keep fighting and say exactly. he's which I really don't believe he is. But, but again... There ha it, it has not been proven. So until it's been proven. It was a very detailed, long investigation, which apparently he actually called for. It was a very detailed and thorough investigation. But again, maybe we're reading this the wrong way, but don't you have to be convicted in a court of law, whether it's a civil or criminal case to be, yeah. to be guilty in America? So, hey. As far as I'm concerned, he needs to stay in his job and continue to do whatever he thinks he's doing in his job good or bad or whatever but until he's proven until it's been proven that he is guilty of the crimes then no he should not I wouldn't resign my job I just wouldn't and I, if people kept accusing me of stuff that I know I didn't do although again I think he did it but if people are accusing me of stuff that it looks like I totally did and I didn't do it I'm not stepping down and I shouldn't no. be and, and you know what, we, this is actually, this is actually enough to get us canceled from the left and the right. So, oh, well, oops, oops. Okay, Dina. So let's really wrap this up because you got an anniversary to continue to celebrate, yes. but the Olympics is going on. I think it's wrapping up soon, but right now, a young lady by the name of, and I'm, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing her name correctly, Tamara Mensha Stock wins gold 
And she is making history because she wins gold in wrestling. She is a wrestler. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so excited and so just really proud of her. Um, I didn't actually see her compete, but I did see her in an interview. And the interview was just absolutely amazing. It was a quick, brief interview, but um, Mm -hmm. she was interviewed and was asked one very simple question in her interview, right? Let me see. Mm -hmm. She was asked, how does it feel to represent your country? You know what her response was? Her response was, she was so giddy. And I'm going to say it exactly. It feels amazing. I love representing the U.S. I freaking love living there. I love it. I am happy I get to represent the USA. Love it. Yes, that that clip has gone viral. It is amazing. It's exciting to, first of all, I don't ever watch the Olympics. I just don't. I I wake up in the morning to see if if we're winning to do the medal (laughs) count, but I don't, I'm not watching the Olympics. It's just, it is what it is. Cancel me, but I'm not watching the Olympics. And I certainly have not watched it this time around. I've seen the clips of, you know, the kneelers and all that, but it's so refreshing to see this young woman so giddy. And also, you know, we'll play the clip on the, on the outro of this podcast, but it's also so refreshing to hear her talking about God and how he's given strength and how she, she has the ability to do whatever she wants to do and the opportunity. And that's what it's all about. Yep opportunity and freedom and she knows that in in america the sky is the limit period full stop totally love it so congratulations to mara mincha stock on your gold and representing the usa we love you we support you we are so excited for you and continue to keep doing what you're doing girl you're awesome natural hair and all love your afro your afro puffs they're too cute absolutely That's it for this week's edition of Policy and Pound Cake. Like, share, and follow. God, I'm able to even move my feet. Like, I just leave it in his hands. And I pray that all the practice, that the hell that my freaking coaches put me through pays off. And every single time it does. And I get better and better. And it's so weird that there is no cap to the limit that I can do. And I'm I'm excited to see what what I have next. How does that feel to represent your country like this? It feels amazing. I love representing the U.S. I freaking love living there. I love it. And I'm so happy I get to represent USA!